it is going to take you a little bit of time to find your voice and to develop your on-camera technique. I think you need to adopt a done is better than perfect attitude. Look back at videos that you've posted and reflect on it properly, but I don't just mean pull it apart. I mean, properly evaluate it. And I think when you've got like something to share, I think there's nothing wrong with being a little, a little bit theatrical. Welcome to another episode of the Grow Your Business with Video podcast. This one is a really good one. Naomi and I are speaking about how to be a better performer on camera, and we're going to give you some tips and tricks to get your personality across a little bit better and feel a bit more comfortable when the camera is rolling. Loads of people have told us over the years that they actually find it quite easy to speak to a packed lecture hall full of people about the subject in which they're an expert, but when it comes to making a video, even if there's no one else around, as soon as the camera starts recording, they find it really, really difficult. So hopefully some of the tips and techniques that we share with you today will help you to kind of overcome that fear of the camera recording. And I know exactly what this feels like. This is something that I have struggled with and it's a continuous process. You can always improve and feel a bit more comfortable, but hopefully this episode will help. And it's probably one where you should take some notes. Before we dive in, just a really quick announcement. This episode was recorded in the midst of the UK lockdown. If you're watching this episode, you'll see that I had a little bit more hair before my corona cut. The lockdown is something that has affected lots of people in lots of different ways, and we realised that we should be capturing that. And we also wanted to share a bit of positivity as well, because it seemed like, you know, for a long time, and still kind of to this day almost, the news and the media and social media is just full of negativity and things to worry about. But actually, there's a lot of people and businesses that have done really well out of this situation. Maybe they've adapted their services to to continue working and, and serving their customers and clients, or maybe they're doing completely different things. But there's a lot of good stories out there. So we decided to try and capture some on film and share them with the world. So we started the Wreck the Lockdown series, Wreck as in R-E-C as in record. And we've gone out and we've captured the first-hand accounts and insights of business owners and entrepreneurs and lots of different people who have continued to try and work their way through the whole lockdown and coronavirus crisis thing. And I have to say that some of the stories we've captured are just unreal. It's been really wonderful to hear about people not only surviving, but thriving throughout this time. And like I say, this is all about, we, we really wanted to capture positive stories about people helping other people and kind of spread some good vibes around. And I'm very happy to say that the stories we've captured so far very much are along those lines. So if you'd like to watch some of the films that we're putting out, we're making the films very, very short at the moment and keeping them kind of optimized for social media. So they're only a couple of minutes long each, little snippets. You can check them out on our website. So that's artifactmedia.co.uk and you'll find a link to Wreck the Lockdown there. You can follow me on Facebook. Uh, you can search for Alex Wardle or you can follow Artifact Media on there. Or you can check me out on Instagram as well. I'm going to be posting all of the snippets there. My handle on Instagram is Alex Artifact. Um, but yeah, we're going to be partnering with some other business groups in the Northeast as well. So hopefully these films will spread a bit more far and a bit more wide. 
and we can just, uh, yeah, spread some good vibes. And if you'd like to be involved in any way, you want to know more, then just get in touch and let me know. But anyway, for now, let's dive in to this episode. Good evening, Naomi Watson. Oh, hi. Hi, Alex. <laughs> this is, that's, that's my intro. We're going now. <laughs> hi, Alex Waddle. Hello. Um, I say good evening because uh, it's, it's beer o'clock now. What are we drinking? What are we drinking today? We know we're not usually drinking on the podcast, but it is the evening now, so we thought... And it is quarantine. Yeah. (laughs) So what else is there to do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. I've got, I've got a, um, a birra and, uh... A birra. birra. Just a birra, Moretti. Just a birra. As I like to say. (laughs) Just a birra. And I've got a, um, a not hop house. This is not hop house. This is another type of beer in a hop house glass that I definitely bought. From a bar. Aye. The glass, I mean. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose there is a bit of a segue, actually, from um, from beer and alcohol. Today, well, yeah. we're talking about how to be confident. Drink alcohol. No. <laughs> no, we're not saying Dutch courage. <laughs> yeah, just, just have a beer and you'll feel much better on camera. Um, not necessarily. We're not condoning anything like that. No, we didn't write that one down on the mind map. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's on there now. Um... No, confidence on camera. How to be a better presenter. How to show up as authoritative, confident, enthusiastic, full of beans, full of energy. And I think importantly, show personality as well. I think it's very hard to try and be like very professional to start with and you just kind of freeze up and go stiff and you just don't feel like you're talking to someone. I think it's it it's good to have that practice to feel like you're actually talking to someone and just like loosening up a little bit. That's why these podcasts are like easy because we're just having a conversation really as well, so... Exactly right, mm. exactly right. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, I've said in, in my book, in Grow Your Business with Video, I've said a few times how I hate auto cues. Like, I don't do auto cues. And when I have had to use them in the past where people have insisted on them, uh, like, they're just, they're, I, I think they're good for news readers and that's it. The reason being that you, you just lose all personality and... Um, almost like a human sense, I think. And I think that is something that more people should be doing, like putting their personality front and centre, as you've said. Um, And and you talk differently to how you write anyway. So if you've written out a script, you won't necessarily talk to someone that way. Uh, You use like extra adjectives when you write and everything. I I think it's better to actually um, uh, just be be more... um, colloquial really yeah too. i totally agree because um, mm. the reason i brought that up was because i think uh, uh, and again through my experience a lot of people who don't necessarily think that they are great on camera and perhaps they're new or perhaps they're just like um yeah just don't feel particularly confident their first instinct is to go for scripted stuff it's like okay well i can't i don't feel um confident enough to just show up and just start speaking so I'm going to write it all out first. I'm going to do a big plan. It's all going to be great. To quote Trump, it's going to be great. And and my content will be wonderful. And not to throw a dampener on, on it, but in my experience, that is just never the case, really. Sometimes scripts and having a, a plan really does work. 
and for certain types of content for certain people it's it's the best thing you can do but i totally agree with what you've just said there naomi that the key to getting your personality across is to just be more of yourself mm. and to be yourself you can't you can't script it you can't script just being yourself can mm-hmm. you i think one piece of advice i would give is that if you want to make sure that you say what you need to say in in a video without waffling around it and forgetting your point and talking until you remember your point is to you know do have a think about it first like what you want to say um spend some time on pen and paper but not not necessarily scripting like do a little bit of a mind map and like to think of your key points yeah that's Um, what we've done today yeah that's exactly what we've done um what you've kindly done yeah I, i i literally need to write something down to be able to think of the next thing and then i will look at those for like little notes but again like if you listen to our other podcasts on like editing videos like you can look down at your notes like very briefly in between and stuff and cut that out yeah or like and and i'm talking tiny notes like just the key points um just so that you at least feel like you're being like concise enough in your videos and not waffling too much um and just so that you feel confident about like what it is that you're, what it is that you're saying as well. Um, mm-hmm. I, th- I think I think that's my tip. I think I, I do need them key points just to remind myself. But again, it, as well, if you spend some time on those notes prior to the video, or you do a few practices, they'll that'll then begin to embed into your head, and then it'll just be coming from from yourself anyway which sounds much better when it's actually just coming from you so. yeah totally yeah that's it i mean practice is the name of the game here mm-hmm. isn't it and yeah. um you, you know <laughs> again not wanting to burst anyone's bubble who perhaps i don't think people will think this but like your first video is not going to be great at all and even then you know your first few aren't going to be great and it is a bit of a challenge for us isn't it at, you know when we're doing productions for people once we show up with the cameras, like it's game time, and usually we're there filming for a day or so. Yeah. Um, and people have to kind of switch on and and yeah, yeah. and perform on camera, and it's a lot to ask, and it takes it, most of the Warming time. Warming up. Yeah, it does take yeah. a lot to to get people warmed up, mm-hmm. and even um, those people who are super confident on camera and off camera and have done it loads of times before, like our good friend Dagan, uh, who I filmed for for PMT, the music store. It takes a bit for him to warm up as well. Mm. And kind of find his voice a bit, and you know the the trend and the pattern is definitely to to start a shoot with a bit more like uh, a bit more of like a bumpy start until he kind of gets into it, and gets into the floor, and finds his voice. Mm-hmm. And I think that is true both on like an individual shoot basis. So like literally, the next video you make will be like that in the very short term, but also across like the longer term as well, um, because. It is going to take you a little bit of time to find your voice and to develop your on-camera technique, mm-hmm. I think. And I think we can probably share a few good tips with people based on our experience of um, uh, of not just ourselves appearing on camera, but like seeing others as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, so for example, um, I've recently interviewed two people for the podcast, Luke John Harrison and Katie Bulmer-Cook. If you haven't heard those episodes already, I'd highly recommend you go and give them a listen. So they're both very, very good. And we, we talk about confidence on camera in both of them. And interestingly, um, both Katie and Luke don't 
they said they don't really watch their own stuff back. So they'll make their videos and stuff and they'll just kind of put them out there and then not really look back at them for a review, Mm. which I find interesting. And I think it's probably a smart move, but not so much these days, but certainly when I started sort of creating my own content, I did watch my stuff back Um, and it was very eye opening. (laughs) And in fact, the other day I got a little Facebook memory of one of the first um, uh, videos that I put out there for people. And I was like driving to a shoot and I was like, hi guys, it's Alex from Artifact Media and today I'm doing this. And bloody hell, was it flat. It was flat as a fart, like in terms of my performance. But it was still all right for like a first attempt. And it was very instructive for me to do that. Mm-hmm. And not only to, to film it, but also to actually put it out there for the world. Yeah. And then kind of learn from it yeah. afterwards. I, I think you need to adopt a done is better than perfect attitude. So record the video um, and don't spend too much time watching it back before you post it. Like, kind of just get it, get it on yeah. social. <clears throat> just because if you over, like, over evaluate it, you will not post it, and then you just won't get anything done. Yeah, and you're just you're just completely overthinking it. So just get it on there because in this scenario, done is better than perfect. I don't think you should never go back to it and reflect and review on it. I think you should, after a little while, look back at videos that you've posted and reflect on it properly. But I don't just mean pull it apart. I mean, properly evaluate it. Think, have a look and see what, like, what goes good in a video and what looks good and what you did well and the points that you need to improve on. Like, oh, I've got this little quirk where I do this and I do that. So I'd like to work on that in the future. Um, but if, if you hadn't posted it, you'd never have that to reflect back on. Yeah. You you need to just kind of like get putting stuff out there because you'll just get more used to it and it'll become more normal, it'll become more mm. easy and you'll have more self-confidence because you know, you've done it before. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, it definitely just need to adopt a don't overthink it and done is better than perfect kind of attitude. I think. Absolutely yeah. agree. Yeah. And I think because um, we've said before, I think about, you know, perhaps if if you are completely new to this, the first video, the first a great way to practice is just to practice and literally just to film and watch yourself back and then immediately delete the video and try again and not show it to anyone. And I think I still I stand by that and I think it's a good way to practice. But I think I also do totally agree that actually putting it out there, uh, you will automatically um, attribute a higher sense of like seriousness to it because you have taken the risk and put it out there for the world to see. Mm. So you will treat it kind of more seriously. And I think it will kind of fast track your improvements with being on camera. Because it's not just you evaluating it now, it's like the world or your audience anyway. So I think that you should, yeah, I think people should just post kind of more freely if they if they haven't particularly posted much video before. Even if you know that it's like not your best performance or whatever, just kind of get over yourself a little bit, <laughs> to, to, be, to be blunt. Well, yeah, I think that's it. I think you you think that someone will watch it and think like, oh, like look at that that's terrible da, da, da. people don't really care no. like 
Like, really, people will probably look at it and think, like, oh, wow, how brave are they for, like, just coming up in front of the camera and giving advice and doing this. But they don't know. It, it's like it's like performing on stage. Yes. Like, the audience don't know what went wrong because they didn't know the script. Like, it's only you who know, knows that. So as long as you kind of get over that and just, like... The, yeah, the audience isn't gonna isn't gonna know what bits went wrong. Mm-hmm. Like they literally won't. So true. So. so so true. And that segues. It's a very good point, and it segues quite nicely to a, a note I made. A great way to uh, come across, I think, more authoritative and ultimately be more interesting on camera is to deliberately overemphasize. Um, and I talk about this in the book as well about how uh, you get the best performances out of people when they're like, to quote Spinal Tap, turn everything up to 11, temporarily. So again, Dagan, who we filmed, we film all the time. You know, day to day, he's he's an energetic bloke anyway. He's got a lot of, um, he's got a lot of energy and enthusiasm. You know, you start talking to him about guitars and music and stuff and he just comes alive because that's what he's into anyway. But in the videos, it's kind of dialed up more and he's almost become like a caricature of himself. Mm. Like he has like a, an on-camera video persona. Mm-hmm. And that's because I think he's deliberately like, he's deliberately trying to to do that, to kind of turn it up to 11, which I think at first feels very unnatural to a lot of people, to most people. And you might feel a bit silly. And depending on what industry you're in and stuff, you might think, God, oh, this is like, I can't do that. That's totally inappropriate. But I would argue that even if you're in, you know, law or finance or anything that one might argue doesn't necessarily warrant, you know, amazing like on-camera performances uh-huh. um, in terms like, of like enthusiasm and stuff, mm-hmm. I think actually no. It like you, if you, uh, if you try and deliberately like overemphasize you'll get a better performance on camera you might think that you're being like silly at first and i don't mean you know to literally be like crazy and wear a tutu and like do a spin (laughs) yeah unless you want to (laughs) in which case yeah fine but i just mean that like because because i found this in my personal experience as well like i said that video that i saw the other day on my facebook memory it was really flat because i was kind of just talking as i do every every day and I was speaking to the camera as if it was like it's not just just anyone else mm-hmm. which you know you could argue like oh well you should be speaking conversationally and stuff which is true but I mean it was more just I mean every day the conversations you have every day most of them are pretty mediocre in terms of you know the tone and the the amount of energy you put into them because it's not really about the performance, mm-hmm. but on a video it, it needs to be mm-hmm. because we need to be capturing people's attention and interest and curiosity. And if you're just speaking to them as you would, you know, to the person behind the, the checkout, mm-hmm. it's not going to have that same level of gravitas to it. Mm-hmm. And I noticed this when I did watch my stuff back and I kind of evaluated it a little bit. And I also came across lots of, little mannerisms and quirks, as you said, that I I picked up on and thought, oh, that's a bit obvious, that. At least it is to me. So maybe I want to cut that out in future. Like the erms and filling in the silence and stuff. And I it's okay up... to have them at first. Oh, yeah, Because for sure. we all do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But um, 
I, I yeah, as I said, I noticed that I needed to deliberately try and I don't know, just kind of like puff my chest out a bit and be like, nope, okay, it's video time now. Let's let's mm-hmm. let's have a bit more energy. I, I think what what you said about um the it, even people like lawyers etc like um need to basically everyone in every job needs to essentially perform so like you know even if you're at a um like in a, working in a call center and you get on the phone to someone it's not just like you're picking up the phone to your parents like yeah. you are putting on your performance shoes and it's like i used to find that in retail and and hospitality as well that i would when i would be in front of people i'd be doing like a performance and i'd be thinking i've got a piece of knowledge or information in here and i'm going to share it yeah. at, to the point where they're going to go oh right yeah. yeah whereas like i could just hold it back or i could just like say it very like bluntly or boringly like i think we're always performing mm. and i think it's okay to like i'm not saying you always have to be performing it, it just that's what you do in your jobs and and I think when you've got like something to share, I think there's nothing wrong with being a little a little bit theatrical as well. Like I'm not you don't necessarily need to be really full on and really in your face or anything, but just like change like your pitch and your volume and like um like you know, play with the energy a little bit as well and like do hand movements like if you're yeah. showing something. So instead of me just like you need to be watching this part. Instead of me just holding the beer up like this, Naomi I'm actually holding the beer up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually holding it up and stroking my hand at the edge of this <laughs> and saying, "Look how beautiful this is." <laughs> like just the beer's got in your head a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's just yeah, like if if you see it as putting on some performance shoes, then I think that almost it's it's like giving yourself a dose of con- confidence, almost yeah. like so you're just having a just to give you a little boost and it, it's like a little dose of positivity as well like because if you just sit and like think about the things that could go wrong and or, or could like oh i'm not sure about this and they're gonna sit they're gonna do their job and they're gonna sit and eat away at you and you won't do it yeah so you need to give yourself little doses of positivity so 100 percent. Mm-hmm. couldn't agree with that more yeah i think you're absolutely spot on um and i think it's self-perpetuating that isn't it because you're almost giving yourself permission to put on a bit of a show and to be a bit more confident, which is going to result in a better performance. And then you're going to feel more confident again because you, you, you know, you watch your video back and you think, Oh yeah, I actually come across like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I am enthusiastic and um, confident about this subject. And then that's going to yeah. work, work back on itself. Yeah. So you do actually find it. in like when you are like learning theater in school and stuff, like if you do something like, half assed, then it's not then or if you just do something like quite like just a move that's only like this much like it's it's just not gonna look like a move like you yeah. need to exaggerate and actually it won't look like an exaggeration it'll only it'll to other people it won't actually look that extreme yeah it's a really good point yeah it reminds me as well of when you're getting taught exercises and mm. stuff and like um, lifting weights or like using machines in the yeah. gym and stuff even. Like using the full range of motion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said before, haven't I? Like I take the piss out of some people I see in the gym. Not now because of coronavirus. <laughs> what, what is a gym? Um, but 
people who are like you know just doing like tiny little motions rather than like properly accentuating it and thinking like mind to muscle and thinking okay like i'm working on my biceps now so i'm gonna really concentrate hard on my biceps Mm -hmm. and you do i mean i'm not like a i'm not a fit lad um i don't really know what i'm talking about here but the same applies doesn't it of like it feels like you're over exaggerating but you're actually just like but you're probably not over exaggerating. No. Yeah, you need to you, your your movements and your expressions need to feel like you're over exaggerating. Whereas actually, when someone else watches it, it won't even look like you're over exaggerating. Totally at all. Um, I think there is an extreme, you know, there, like the YouTube generation these days of like people, you know, that the, the hey guys generation, mm-hmm. as Katie uh, Bulmer Cook mm-hmm. calls them. A lot of them, are, I think, are deliberately very over excitable and like over enthusiastic. Um, and it's personal preference, but like, I don't really dig that. Mm-hmm. I think if it's deliberately overdone, <laughs> it's like the compensating for something almost. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what it, this, this performance is, is like larger than life, but why? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. because the content's crap, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you should still put a bit of effort into elevating it just that little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, it definitely does. Uh, you you know, you'll watch it back and you'll realise it's not even that exaggerated and you just need to do... I, I think I think being exaggerative and being a bit, like, silly as well, like, practising fun and silly things, like, just builds up your self-esteem a little bit. Like, and lots of people are doing it these days, so you don't need to be embarrassed when you do a silly little video, really, as well. Um, because everyone is doing it because we're in the tiktok era so (laughs) we are indeed yeah yeah actually on the note of um being confident on camera um a future guest speaker is going to be my great friend stevie devlin indeed who is a performer and an actress Mm -hmm. so she's going to come on the show and give some really like specific tips actually on on acting essentially and we're not saying that you need to act in your videos but it will certainly give you a little bit of confidence to um to to appear confident anyway so yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely mm-hmm. yes yes she's going to have a lot of interesting insights i'm really looking forward to speaking with her about that yeah. um so yeah if uh, i mean maybe by the time you're listening to this episode that one is already out so go and have a look for that um but i think that's a good place to round off um yeah hopefully we've provided some some interesting insights and tips on being larger than life in your videos um and to bring things full circle we are not saying to do dutch courage if you if you'd like to fine um not a very good long-term strategy though i would say if you need uh <laughs> if you need a beer or two to to be good on camera then perhaps uh yeah perhaps not but anyway uh to that on that note i'll say cheers cheers and see you next time (laughs) i really hope you enjoyed that episode and that you're going to implement some of the tips that naomi and i shared with you if you do do that and it works and you feel a little bit less apprehensive to being on camera or you get some better results in some way then do let us know it's great to hear about your success stories and we will of course share them with the world and just as a final sign off from me a reminder the wreck the lockdown series about northeast businesses Uh, overcoming the adversity of the lockdown and coronavirus if you want to be involved in that or you want to watch any of the films you can either follow the links in the description below or you can go to artifactmedia.co.uk thanks for listening or watching and i'll see you in the next episode